Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode five, Developing Your A-Game with Beverly. And today is a really special day, not just because it's the first of June and it's a new month and we're all excited and hopeful for a new month, but I have on not one, but two guests today. So I'm super excited about this. So today I have Mr. Timmy Abosede and I have Mrs. Inkem Imeze Ejinima. So give it up, ladies. Welcome, welcome to my show. Thank you. <laughs> exciting oh, time. Thank you, guys. Thank- exciting times, though. We just have to be hopeful and prayerful during these COVID times, but, you know. But um, why I'm so excited about today is because these two ladies have played a really important part in my life, in my spiritual life. Um, they were both instrumental <laughs> in helping me um, with the formation of my children. Well, one of them. <laughs> One, my son Luca wasn't really agreeing to to the formation, as I recall. But they were, but they were still brilliant in that they were able to recommend a really good place for boys. You know, you know how it is. Boys really need um, that kind of, you know, special attention. You know, the mm-hmm. child of the black boy. So um, they've been brilliant with um, spiritual formation of children in particular. And that's why I'm having them on today, because today we're going to be talking about keeping the faith during these COVID-19 times. It's been very trying. Ladies, I don't know about you. It's not been easy being at home Two, I think it's going on two and a half months now. It's not been easy at all. And um, these are the kind of conversations that we're having or we are seeing everywhere. You know, everything has this COVID-19 label. You know, there's webinar after webinar. But one thing I've found (laughs) lacking, I don't know if you agree with me, we're all talking about how to keep your business afloat, how to uh, cope with the kids, um, you know, online school. But we're not seeing enough, um, you know, support, like on the spiritual side. Yes, we have um, our faith that we practice privately, but I, I haven't really felt enough of the group support so i think this will be a really nice conversation for people to really listen to a conversation that will hopefully um, motivate others because people are going through some tough times so ladies i want to give each of you like a minute just to introduce yourselves to the listeners so they can know how amazing you guys are so i'm not i'm not just keeping you guys to myself <laughs> so <laughs> simi let's start with you just say who you as the are elder. And, <laughs> as the, <laughs> you have started you have started <laughs> oh gosh oh yeah egg okay. how are you okay Hi everyone, my name is Simia Bosade. Um, I'm a chemical engineer, but um, I actually left industry a few years ago and I currently teach. I lecture at Pan Atlantic University, I lecture undergraduates. Um, married, I have four children 11, 8, 6, and 7 months. Amazing. Um, I'm very proud. Pa- thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very passionate about the family. Okay, so I'm very passionate about, about anything that has to do with the family because we all know that the family is the bedrock of society. Yes. If society is broken, it's because our families are broken. So I'm quite active in various communities that basically just help families become better versions of themselves, particularly women and children. Like Amata said, I um, I help to run a club within Chem whereby we basically just 
help to form we support parents in forming their children we focus specifically on helping them to receive the sacraments in the catholic church but we also try to do a bit more than that by you know just providing them some kind of very very simple education in the virtues so just how do you work hard how do you tell the truth how humble are you just in a very fun way because these are children from the ages three to about nine so we can't go too heavy but we just use yes. practical examples and stories and songs to just help them develop that aspect of that of their lives yeah that's it excellent excellent and um Cam... yeah. hi <laughs> very so, similar um, that's why i picked you I both any difference from simi to be honest <laughs> Just thinking, just, just thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so she's saying these things as I'm like, take it. I'm like, yes, that's me. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so, hi, everyone. So I'm a communications professional for a local see, um, LNG company. <laughs> I've got four kids. But for the past two months, uh-huh. yeah, very soon. For the past two months, though, I felt like I have five children. <laughs> because I just realized I'm also married to She's a man. Speaking who is, the truth. Yes, speaking as much my child. <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah. So so I wake up in the morning and I say, God, please bless me to take care of my five children. And you know, and so yeah, so I started oh up goodness. calling him Adam, but now I just call him Ibel. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to call him. Oh there. my goodness! <laughs> you know? Maybe the boy with the five loves and I love them so much. I love them so much. But yeah, but you know, I'm passionate about you know educating children, education in general. Um, and you know, and as the years have gone by, I've realized I'm more passionate about just communicating the right things to children especially when it comes to educating them you know yeah they can you can give them so much information but really not form them and we're bombarded daily with information and we all feel we have so much knowledge but that depth of understanding that helps us to become better people to form our will and things like that it's really lost in the midst of all this information so this is probably one of the reasons why we just said, you know what, we're going to do a catechism club and um, help these children understand your faith better and more or less even have more interest in actually trying to find out more when they grow older, I suppose, yeah. to abandoning their faith more. completely, which happens to everyone to of people us. When we are Sorry to interrupt so, what a catechism yeah, is, and, and we can't assume that everybody knows what that is. So, um, so basically what it is, is um, in the Catholic Church, and I'm sure it's similar in most other churches that they have some kind of, um, some people call it youth club or children's uh, uh, Bible study and things like that. And the Catholic Church is a bit different, you know. Um, ch- the life of a Catholic from birth is almost planned, um, but planned in a good way where you're being fed with things that would help your spiritual growth. So the Catechism Club, we run starts from age three stroke four depending on the maturity of the child till about uh eight nine and what happens is the early age um that age from age like three to six or three to five they usually start with having an introduction of who they are which is primarily children of god and what they were being created for um you know what their purpose is you know how do we serve god so simple introduction to the concept Mm -hmm. of you know being a child of god and what it entails Mm -hmm. as well as you know little prayers and you know the content of prayers um 
how do we pray what do we pray about who do we pray to what does prayer do for us and then stories stories really that surround things like morality virtues um obviously bible stories as well and as they grow older we begin to introduce them to aspects of the catholic faith and if you know the catholic faith is made of doctrine and tradition as well as the scripture um so we we try to make this as simplified mm. as possible yeah. without um losing the essence yes so they learn things about what makes the catholic church different from other churches and that's where we introduce the sacraments you know um and that's where we introduce the concept of the mother of god yeah. which is something that everyone struggles with outside of the catholic church and even inside the catholic church so it's really having to get them to understand mm. this the, you know the mystery surrounding our faith and also understanding the church but in a very gentle and simplified way and always being open to answering their questions because i think that's the, the difficult part is you know you introduce them to some of these things and right. you know you almost have to make it as relatable as possible and they will have questions mm-hmm. and you have to answer this question so that's what really catechism is is and their it's, faith it's building absolutely their, yeah. i was knowledge and their i was just you know, about to say them. so pretty yeah, much you faith, guys yeah, are like exactly. faith builders let's we could say Absolute. that you're faith builders you are active faith builders and then okay so Amen. i guess where i'm coming Amen. to now is when we look all around us and we see how society is decaying and you know the family is pretty much under attack and goodness me like the moral fabric is just kind of falling apart so you it's no surprise that we're having all these instances of unrest and whatnot and so many bad things that have been going on underneath that kind of bubbling to the top so is it that people have lost faith like you kind of ask yourself I wouldn't ask myself where is God because I have faith but many people will be asking where is God and if they didn't have the opportunity to meet you know wonderful women like yourselves when they were young you know having access to you know catechism and you know faith classes or Sunday school as it is in other churches I think even Muslims have something called Islamia um people who don't have access to this you know what happens like mm-hmm. is this what we is this what is playing out now the lack of faith basically you know? yeah and then okay okay basically yeah okay. because um so God, what, when he made okay. us gave us freedom we have the freedom to choose him and we have the freedom to reject him so what me i'm saying mm. is basically people choosing to reject god but not just today from the very beginning people are not taking their kids to god a lot of people are not being baptized a lot of people don't go to church on sundays they rather go i don't know drama class or football class there's nothing wrong with those things but i feel if you prioritize them over an hour with god on sunday then you're giving that child the wrong set of values there's nothing wrong with doing the church service first or or um, islamic classes or whatever it is your faith is and then going on to do those things because at the end of the day we did not just ask here on earth we were put here by a creator okay and that creator mm. wants to have a relationship with us and we have the choice to say yes or no okay if we say yes we mm. would find that our lives will change we will make um decisions that you know that go in accordance with our faith that we that we claim to have But if we say no then anything goes. There's nothing wrong with me slapping somebody's person's annoying me. There's nothing wrong with me killing somebody if I don't like the way that person looks. You know, do you know what I mean? Because God is love. So if you don't have yeah, love, do. don't understand what God what love is. Yeah, of course. Of 
Of course, I understand you completely. Now, I guess looking within the context of Nigeria where we are, we are a deeply religious country, right? Are we really? On the face of it, anyway. <laughs> yes, are we really? Exactly. You see, <laughs> this is the thing. Are you know, really? this is just the thing. We... You, are, you, we're all asking some really serious questions now. Like, where is the faith we claim to have? It's not matching up with what is playing out in society. Yeah. Children, I, I am worried for the next generation coming up. I think that is one of the reasons why I really wanted you both on because these are discussions that we really need to have. How are we practically living out our faith? It's not just something we just, I, I don't know about you guys, but I find that now there's this social media faith whereby people just post and post and post scripture or whatever. <laughs> and it doesn't, we're not seeing it play out again. So what, how, how, okay. I guess what I want to find out is how are you mm -hmm. both, I'm not trying to put you on the spot or anything, <laughs> but, 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 you know, how can someone who, says you know what i'm not interested i i you know i don't know where god is right now the world is just upside down where is god in covid where is god in in in, in where women are being raped where is god where all these dreadful things are happening how how does one get the faith or keep the faith or even build the faith how what what is there is there a practical solution to to this I think um, you know I I think this year I started off with um, this thing of you know what I'm going to stop thinking about well thinking so much about my you know I need a strong faith you know you know this thing of I have to be strong in my faith I have to be because I, I didn't quite understand what I was saying you know and so I came across a really good article on the website I think it was the National Catholic Register what was that called? Mm -hmm. and it was talking about living by faith, you know, and I found that very intriguing because I mean, you see this living by faith, living by faith, very but true. you never really think very deeply about it, you know. And the truth is, the only way you can have a stronger faith, right, mm. is by living by faith. So practice makes perfect, you know. So we we do we, mm. there's always there's almost a disorder in how we do things, generally as human beings. And it is by the grace of God and obviously by virtues that we're able to have that order in life and practice. So we start by, you know, I want a strong faith so that I can live by faith. Absolutely. But that's ah, wrong. That's, you have to live that, by I like faith that. to get I a like strong that. faith. I like that. have a stronger faith. Yes. You know, so, do you understand? So, so, so I think, and this is where, this is where, you know, these COVID times and these times of confinement and quarantine and all of those things and all the problems in the world, <sighs> this is the Girl, true test word. of living by faith. You know, it's, it's us, ex, you know, it's like our faith, what generally our yeah. faith, our faith, the, the faith that God expects of us yeah. is not strong. It's not to no be strong. What. No, it's that is, that confidence is, that, that things will always go well. You know, it's, you know, yeah, yeah, no matter what. It's almost like, you know, that's why it's, it's, it's like that blind trust. You know, it's like, you know how your child comes to you, right? I mean, today, perfect example. Mm. I'm trying to win my last one, who is five, off TV. Because, you know, Mine he's is going, he's having some yeah, oh signs of addiction. Let's not even go there. <laughs> uh, so, hmm. so, 
so I said everybody, you know what? We're going to do stuff with our hands. Airplanes. I had no idea. I mean, I've forgotten how to do this paper flying planes. airplanes with paper and all that rubbish. You know, it's just I hate paper around me. <laughs> yeah, so whatever they were, but yeah. I know it used to frustrate me a lot. So I had secretly gone into the bathroom, gone on YouTube to quickly watch it, and then I found a perfect one, short and quick. We played it, we tried it. And then I forgot about it. You know, once you do something, I, I don't know if it's age or something, but once I do it, I, I've forgotten. He comes back to me two hours wow. later. This plane is not working. <laughs> Can you do it again? Oh my God. I freaked out because like, I couldn't remember how to do it, you know? And mm-hmm. I wasn't ready mm-hmm. to let this boy down because I was yeah. already seeing that tension of, you know, frustration. But you see, what at that moment, what it just taught me was, Absolutely. this boy trusts that I will, no matter what, I will sort this problem out. Like, you know? And at that point already, I was already getting frustrated with the day dragging and, you know, work and all of these things. But it is the same thing that God expects of us. That we just live by faith. That we just come to him and hand over and just say, you know what? I don't know what's going on, but you know best. So just take charge and then go off and do what it is that he has asked you to to do. So in these times, this is exactly, precisely what we need to be doing. Living by faith, waking up in the morning, submitting our day to God teaching our children as well that look these times are tough mm. but guess what we are children of god it's not, and this it's isn't the not. first time this is ever happening mm-hmm. in the world <laughs> you know yeah it's not you know and spiritually yeah i mean i said to my children you know what everything i've read, read in the bible i think i mentioned this to yamaka that you know what when i'm like the first first um Oh my goodness, yes. All these things they were doing. All in secret, hiding. And there was a lot of persecution. The early Christians were persecuted for their faith. And yeah, trying times for sure. Trying times. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So this is, this is, this is just us Mm. living that you know, living that Except experience. Persecution by so, COVID. <laughs> it is also for us, we also have to, all, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Persecution by COVID, you know. So, yeah, so this is what it is. Yeah. You know, it's these times we just have to lead by faith. You know, it's not really about growing, uh, you know. Yes, by living by faith, you're going to grow Absolutely. that faith, you know. Yeah. But it's really live living first. first. Live that should, that should first. That's the message. Live first. You can't stop living. You yeah, can't just say, first. I'm scared and you hide away and whatnot. You have to live. Live in faith. Obviously, take precautions, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. live in mm-hmm. faith. Step out in faith. Fight the fear, as they say. I like that a lot. Exactly. No, but step. I mean, people are crazy. <laughs> I know. Because you tell people that they don't wash their hands. I and they don't wash their hands. True, true. They're like, I'm not themselves. How about that? Yes. No, but living by faith requires obedience. I'm sure yeah. the authority is exactly. to put God and, and, and not, We're not saying uh, that people stop uh, wearing masks by any means. Of course. <laughs> Just have to put it out there. <laughs> But you were asking the question yeah, of where is yeah, God yeah. not craziness. But one thing people have to realize is God is there. God is there. Always. Just like he was there on Good Friday. God is there. I mean, what could be more original than Christ there. on the cross? Mm-hmm. That kind Always. of gruesome way of dying when he didn't even do anything wrong. Do you understand? But after Good Friday mm-hmm. came resurrection. And we're already seeing that. So we're all stuck at home. People are scared and losing their businesses. Um, our kids are not in school. We're all going through homeschool drama. But there are positives in that. It's so crazy. as Christians, I think it's very, very important for us to always try to see the glasses half full instead of half empty. Being optimistic. Like even with the rapes and the murders and everything, when mm-hmm. you see people forgetting about their own mm-hmm. problems, forgetting about the fact that they can catch COVID and going out to the streets and protesting, 
because they they claim yes. something really horrible injustice. injustice happened and they're standing up for the truth okay even here too with the with the rape and the murders of the ladies that that, that um exactly that were of exactly. This horrible crime. people are basically finding all things that you can do whether it's to donate whether it's to um contact mm-hmm. um officials people are forgetting about their own problems that is a sign of humanity that is a Absolutely. sign of course Oh, you took the words from my mouth. I was just going to say humanity. Exactly. Our humanity. Exactly. So humanity you know, we need itself. to remember. So God is working through all yes. of this. Yeah. We're forgetting exactly. about our own Absolutely. problems. And we're reaching out mm-hmm. to people. Okay? Mm-hmm. And even on the personal mm-hmm. level, um, we're all stuck at home, but we're spending more time together as a family. Mm-hmm. Okay? When we're all rushing around, trying to get to work, trying to get to traffic, and coming back home mm-hmm. stressed out. Wait, which time do you have to make a replay in camp on a different latte? So true. <laughs> on a so normal true. day, right? <laughs> have you guys discovered anything new about your children around you? Just things, any any intrigues that you've uncovered this period as well? You know, I have, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. with my children. Yeah. It's um very I interesting well. times we're yeah. living in, you know, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, how would you know you have faith if it's not exactly. tested, right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and I think also the first almost the first day of our catechism club that can help as well. We we help the children to basically think about the meaning of them of their lives. The first question is, Who made you? Why are you here? And the catechism teaches us that God made me. Why did mm-hmm. God make you? God mm-hmm. made me to know him, to love him, and to serve him. So throughout my life, that's all I'm doing. But everything I'm doing should reflect that. Whether there's school, whether there's that's no COVID, whether I'm in school, yeah. whether I'm at home, whether I'm in a party. Mm-hmm. So all the time, mm-hmm. I'm a child of God and I'm representing who I am all the time. So adults can do the same because obviously it applies exactly. to adults as well. Exactly. Why are we here? Mm-hmm. We're not just here to make money Why are we here? and then we take care of our families, mm-hmm. we pay school fees, we pay our bills. No, we're made for more. We're made for more. Oh, we are made for more. We're made so it's time for, for everybody to just go inside mm-hmm. and just play this yeah. and think about what's really important. What's really important. Because I see by all those spiritual timeouts, I've, I've heard a few people say that. Yeah, oh my goodness. Right? They <laughs> <laughs> went... When this when we first when this first started, I had two worries. You know, it's like <laughs> my kids are either going to be pagans or they're just going to be illiterate. Like we have to choose one. Like I don't know which is going to be the bigger evil, but something has happened. And so first week I struggled and I struggled, and second week I'm, I'm shouting, "Look at you! You're going to be pagans! You're going to be illiterate!" Third week I said, oh, "You know, something has so, said to me, yeah. Kevin, you're going to be killing yourself. Just do. Stop talking. Just do." So I just get ready. Like they, yeah, I just do my, so at a point, you see them saying, oh, mommy's attending mass. Oh, let me join her. And then, you know, on Sunday, I'm dressed up. You're you're not ready. You won't even try to come to mass when it's halfway. You just start writing me a note to say, what is the website? You know, the older one say, please, mommy, websites. And I would, and you would just, you know, so I think again, this is, this, you know, these times have also sort of even, um, built us adults it and has, us parents it has, it has built some virtues in us you know to yeah, say you yeah. know this you're shouting don't do it's you enough. know just can you just yes, do I agree rather than scream you know 
it's like it's a checkpoint how much can we shout how much can we we just have to keep living by faith that things will work out that the children will will just imitate us you know eventually because you can't force the relationship Mm -hmm. yes with imitate as small as we have have their own idea you can't (laughs) so all you can do is to you can't show by example and hopefully As, and little, little habits, so little habits of praying in the morning, praying mm-hmm. at night as a family, just praise before meals, little, little things like that. You're already building just their faith. Things. Not that we're going to say we're going to do like a two-hour devotional activity, then we're going to tune out. Yes. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. all so that it becomes second yeah. nature to them. And then hopefully they yeah. will then grow into adults that now have their own relationship with God. Exactly. Not about mommy and daddy exactly. anymore. Is my relationship with God because now I know mm-hmm, who He is, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Then, you know, He means something to me. So I'm going mm-hmm, to try and foster mm-hmm. that relationship without being told. And hopefully that will also build them up character-wise. Because you know, at the at the end of all this, we're doing all this so they can be good yeah. people, just you know, good members of society, and, exactly, and things like that. You know, like in in spirit and in truth. Because again, mm-hmm. you know, society now there's many exactly. people who say they are, you know, but it's not matching. We're not mm-hmm. seeing the. It's a bit incongruous. <laughs> What's going on in society? So much greed, yeah. corruption. Yeah injustice everywhere and yet we're supposed to be a very 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 religious yeah. country but then again it starts so... with us as parents okay because kids they, mm-hmm. they learn what they see through this um judge flood um post all over the place one thing i've yeah you know like nobody's yes. got racist. no you ain't sorry nobody's born as a racist you are taught nobody you, that's why yes. you the guy nobody no one is born a racist the color of their skin but the more they keep yes. being in a heat-filled environment, the more they start, you know, absorbing. Yes. They learn it. They learn it. So the same thing with character and virtues. You cannot um, teach children in a way. Mm-hmm. You have to basically show them. So you can't be telling your children show that oh, them. don't lie. But when somebody knocks on the door, go and tell that auntie I'm not at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, oh, don't. <laughs> Oh dear. I yes. might have been guilty yes. of that exactly. one time, but I'm exactly. trying not to do that anymore. No more, no more. Or you say, oh, don't cheat in exams, but then they see you um, bribing somebody because you're trying to get ahead in a queue or something. Yes. Do you understand? And the funny yeah. thing is, the more you say, the more your kids now start checking you. My kids yeah. ask me all the time. I like, I tell them not to call each other names. But then maybe when I'm upset and I just say, oh, come on, get mm-hmm. out of my sight or something. You're like, mommy, yeah. was that really necessary? Yeah. Mommy, yeah. why are you talking like, like that? Like, oh my goodness, they call you out too. That's fine. I'm like, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I was just upset. Don't be annoyed. You know, that type of thing. But it's because you say it all mm-hmm. the time. Then it becomes second nature. So anybody, anywhere they mm-hmm. hear anything that is different, you know, mm-mm, that doesn't sound right. And then, exactly that doesn't rhyme yeah. at all wow that, that yeah. is mm-hmm. yeah. you see I, I i i think another thing i'd like to add is um you know this whole thing of you know what's going on this racism and kid, yet truly no one's born exactly, racist yeah. um no one is born I'm i mean agreeing. no one was born to be bad right but i think but i think what has happened is you know yeah. the challenge of rel- relativism on christian faith you know, and even mm. on us as human beings, whether Christians or not, you know, is this thing of, it's, that's the deeper problem. You know, it's a much broader and deeper yeah, problem. The no fact that no one wants yeah. to stand 
everyone wants to be in the middle, you know, because, you know, yeah, no one wants to take, you know, no one wants to affirm what is right because no one wants to be seen as, yes, oh, you're not the supportive of us anymore. You know, oh, you're now, you know, so it's that relativism and, you know, and it's, it's not, it's cultural, it's sociological, you know, it's sociological, it's, it's in every aspect of our life where, it's not the truth, you know, though. someone presents something as a truth, mm, but so it many isn't shades, the truth. So many shades. Yeah. So, you, so many, exactly. So that's what is really eaten into the fabric of our faith, even as, as our, in, in, as a person, as human beings. It's that relativism. It's not really gray. It's somehow like, <laughs> but if you put a little bit of, it will become like, you know, we're never, you know, nobody wants to wants to just go yeah. straight to, this is yeah. what it is, you know, and this is what I want to stand by, you know. And the truth is, it's not just eating our faith. Also, you know, you know, our virtues, you know, so we become less tolerant. There's less mutual respect. You don't want to dialogue. And that's what happens. You want to be very le- re- re- relativist because you don't want to have a dialogue, you know. You don't want this person to come to say, oh, I don't quite agree with you. Or why do you think this? You don't want dialogue. You just want it to be, mm. I don't want, I beg, I'm well, just being in the middle. So that it's like being nobody on the fence. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. It is. But faith moves on the like plane that. of truth. That's the truth. <laughs> you know, faith is not... Faith well, there can't be two great. versions of it. There's only one version It's of not great. It is truth. <laughs> it's only one truth. Yeah. And there are no, but, there are no two versions of truth. Society, there is just one truth. So, um, you know, there's just one truth. Completely it's upside difficult. down. Um, rights, yeah. Human rights are being challenged where, where ordinarily yeah. they wouldn't you know human rights have been completely turned upside mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we're forced to accept so many values that are not necessarily your own all in the name of um tolerance i don't know what it's <laughs> called but <laughs> it's yes yeah, all in the name of tolerance yeah so yeah, but then, yeah. on the flip side mm-hmm. like what you said in chem we are also not wanting to see, it's, it's so complicated we're also not wanting to see other people's points of view at yeah. the same time so if you have a wrong view you're not interested mm-hmm. in, in in seeing any other person's point of view and then if you have maybe a, a view that is sort of neither here nor there you also don't want to see another person you're just everyone just wants to stand yeah. on their own mm-hmm. And that doesn't work. Society has to be united. Yeah. It's, it's just, and and it's, it's more divided than mm-hmm. it ever was. Mm-hmm. That's the irony I feel. Like, we're living in times where yeah. there's so many yeah. different, like, I mean, let's not even go with, with the binary, <laughs> gender, non-fluid, fluid, all that stuff. The more you divide those yeah. lines, I mean, where... where People, mm-hmm. children will be so confused. People will be confused. How how much further will you divide yeah. those lines down? Mm-hmm. Because you want to accommodate absolutely mm-hmm. so many. Like it, it is those are the kind of questions that I have anyway. You know, are we being over accommodating? I mean, to, mm. to, to what extent do we over accommodate? And then there's some there's, there's some of bending mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that middle, yeah, yeah. Uh, they can't even be in between. When they're when they're reporting, yeah, to suit, yeah, that's what it is. Anything but male and female. They they don't they don't don't, know. They don't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. They only do that. They're not people in between. Oh wow, you're right. You're right. 
Yeah. They even yeah. show us that, oh, as women, it's that we're, you know, we seem to be um, less successful to catching it. Men, it seems to be attacking the men for more than us. Yes, no I have seen that. Yeah. Because that. science knows the truth. Where everybody else is mm-hmm. with themselves. Do you understand? Well, this is the thing. Yeah. This is the thing. So, yeah. I mean, we are even in, I guess, in yeah. an African environment. It has its drawbacks. It has its positive sides for sure. But people who are, say, listening from mm. Europe, the Americas, wherever, where faith is really, like, under fire, people are, like, leaving the church or whatever faith they have at an astonishing rate and you know, we're moving more along the lines of new movements, new age movements. How how do people there who want to practice but feel... For me, I feel it's funny that you feel funny about, about wanting to say you're a person of faith. Meanwhile, we're meant to be in this multi-plural society, but, if, but it's not tolerant of our faith. No. So I find that very strange in a way. It's a bit, a bit of an irony if you ask me. You know mm-hmm. what's why is christianity mm-hmm. under so much attack mm-hmm. and all that stuff you know it's um it's it's very baffling to me really it's baffling well i think i think you know i think and we're all guilty of it i think sometimes um we can get so caught up in trying to impress mm-hmm. on people what is truth but yeah. going about it the wrong way so um Ideally, what we should do as as Christ-like people, because even Christ um, became friends with people who were perhaps on the wrong at the wrong end yes. of you know ethical society. So I think what we need to do more as as Christians and as people of faith, regardless of whether you're Christian or I mean, as long as you have faith in you know in God, we should never give the impression that you know because we've perhaps attacked or criticized a particular relativist theory or something that's wrong that we are in one way or the other trying to force the person to sacrifice their freedom on the altar of truth you know that's not that that should not be our intention you know we have to respect everybody's freedom so what we need to do in these times is perhaps that learning even it's an it's an act of tolerance start learning how to you make it clear to these people that look i'm aware that you know this is your perspective and this is what you think but this is what my belief is and this is why I think so, you know. And they can either refuse to accept or accept, but don't let's not force our, our thoughts that's or our truth that's, to yeah, anyone. Yeah. And I think that's a mistake we make. Um, you know, we have always. to come from a place yeah. of charity and of love, you know. And yeah, always. And you know, and then and then as time goes on and as you continue to build um you know, talk to this person from a place of charity and love, you build a friendship. You know, there's a level of trust, right? And from trust, that's when the relationship between we start having this, they begin to develop that relationship of, you know, conscience and truth. This person is my friend and I trust them. And what they have said to me, they trust it to be the truth. You know, so it's it's almost it starts from us trying to build small relationships from our families, from our marriages, you know. And this thing spreads, you know, from our friendships. And, and you know that's where that's where it is. But I, I think what's happening now is almost this forceful Christianity. You know, there's this movement of mm. you know happy to people say push mm. it on them. You know, they have to hear it. And if they don't take it in this way, let's preach it in this way. Let's you know that's our Christ. That's, what, that's, that's our Christ. Bringing people, you know, apostolate or 
yeah it's that yeah that's not what discipleship is you know because that's what we are trying to do in the world you know become disciples of christ bring people closer to god you know um help people understand that they are children of god and they have to know yeah. him they have to love him and they have to serve him but for them to do that you need to respect their freedom because that's I mean, if you remember what uh, Simi said, Simi said at the beginning, what we teach these children is why did God make you? Now, when they move to the to the to the class when they start preparing for the sacrament, what we then make them understand is you have knowledge, you have understanding, and you yes. have will, right? Now, it, those three things are in line with the purpose. You know, the reason why God created you to know Him, which is knowledge, to love Him. Yeah, love which them, is yeah. understanding because you cannot, you know, you need true, to love somebody to know true, someone to yeah. love them to some extent. Mm-hmm. But you don't, but you don't necessarily need to, you know, you know, you can love them without right. understanding them, right? But if you don't understand <laughs> them, you them. can't use your will. You can't <laughs> use your will to serve them because you cannot understand why do I need to serve him. Yeah. But these three things are all embedded in freedom. It is your free will. Now, like you don't, God does not come down on heaven and right. twist your head and say, that's bow right. down now do this he doesn't do that you know so that, that's you know that's that's really what what we need to start um you know thinking about like how are we meant to be disciples yes we're people of faith and we're living in the time when you know religious um i mean i guess talking about our faith becomes like you being a religious fanatic yeah. or being seen as uncool mm-hmm. or being seen as judgmental you know so mm-hmm. how can we overcome those that. things it's really by being true disciples that's coming from a place of charity and love don't impose it on anyone spot on honestly i think no one can argue with that because all the fruits of the holy spirit exactly. they say, yeah, yeah. charity um those fruits, yeah i don't really know all of them by heart but when when <laughs> when i know i should because it was pentecost only a few days only yesterday when people see god in god. you then mm-hmm. you become like a light and you attract people and then they will find god in you and all that so if you're if you're if you're if you act counter mm-hmm. contrary to that then then people are not going to see God in you. And all they're going right. to see is just somebody just shouting, loud symbols, flashing, they say, with no love. You mm-hmm. know? So I really like, mm-hmm. I really like mm-hmm. what you said mm-hmm. about that. We can start by being charitable. These are difficult times. The, you can start by just being more patient, more tolerant. <laughs> when people upset mm-hmm. you, don't bark back, mm-hmm. don't shout. Just take time to listen. I don't think we listen enough. I think even I've had that problem. Not listening enough. We don't listen no. more. Be slow to Absolutely. anger. More compassion. Things like that. You know, when we practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why we have two ears and one mouth. <laughs> I like that. That is so true. That is so true. <laughs> two ears and one mouth. Listen more. Speak less. I like that. No, but it doesn't mean we should be dummies, obviously. No one is saying, be a dummy, you know, don't have a voice. Have a voice, but just listen more. Take it in, analyze it. And then are you coming from a Mm -hmm. place of truth, from a good place, from a caring, kind place, or are you just, you know, being uncharitable, things like that, whether that's at Mm -hmm. home or at work or working from home or with your family, or, or things like that however you choose to socialize <laughs> as long as the social distance there's some social distance obviously you know it's, um, yeah. yeah it's faith building mm-hmm. now i mean i personally feel like my faith has grown this period it has i've, I've slowed down by slowing down mm-hmm. i've had more time to think 
I've had more time to reflect on my behavior, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Semi mentioned mm-hmm. this, I think the yeah. spiritual, she, she gave it a name. Um, we've all been Time in this out, spiritual yeah. kind of on, yeah, spiritual timeout. That's it. I know I like that um, expression that you use. And it's a good thing. I mean, some people are not having it easy at all, like sparing a thought for people who say are maybe in very, very difficult relationships you know living with spouses that you know things aren't going too well and all of a sudden you're like locked up with that person again it's just that faith building knowing that things will be fine and that having people to talk to you know this is another reason why i wanted to do this podcasting because i don't really feel like we have enough voices that are consistently talking or you know I wanted to be a voice mm-hmm. that is consistent. You can easily find the podcast. Oh, okay. This is a topic that I want to know more about, or I really want to, or I can relate with that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So, yes, I'm, I'm really hoping that people will resonate as yeah. much as I have with everything you've, both of you have mentioned. You know, you, clearly you both are so passionate about the family, your faith builders in the church and in the active church i'm not even i'm going beyond the building the church we are the people of the church the body of christ so you're actively faith building yes and i feel like by serving others and by being faith builders it also builds you up do you find when you build others it builds it it builds you up Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you're phony yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> oh one. ladies i really love this conversation like i feel like there's so much there's so many other aspects of this like this is just you know scraping the surface as to all the things that we could actually talk mm-hmm. about so you guys have to come back because there's just so much we we've only just scratched the surface with things like you know dysfunction in in the home and society we people want to know you know how how deep can we delve into dysfunction what causes dysfunction so people can can kind of have uh, red flags to look out for so i feel like i have to have both of you back <laughs> if you will give me your time obviously but that will be yeah but it's really nice i've i've been i mean it will function be, comes in all sorts of ways oh it will be oh it would be so as mm. all so, sorts of stuff yes you can't mm-hmm. really do anything yes, about tell us, tell us, yes. the other person because the other person being your spouse now is coming from a different family, a different um, mm. upbringing, a different faith. Sometimes, like me and my husband had different faith when we got married. But you have to before you get married. That's when you have to do the work. Before mm. you get married, you have to look out for basic things. Does this person have virtues? And then that's what you get. But people don't. People that's the thing. People don't. <laughs> yeah. I always tell people it's better to be single than to be in an unhappy marriage. Rock that single life, man. There's nothing worse than being in a marriage. Yes. And people always think, oh, obviously, it doesn't work, and I can, I can leave. Of course, you can leave. But then think about the impact of leaving on your children. <laughs> My husband is from a divorced home. His parents got divorced when he was four. <sighs> so you think that kind of person will be very like a difficult about marriage no he told me that because of what he experienced he never ever mm. wanted his kids to he go never wants that. to go through that so he did it for five his years, children and, that. years. and even though ah, our relationship is so mm. up and down as amazing is not from <laughs> but like every relationship exactly, isn't it like every relationship because 
he, he, he always made that commitment because he doesn't that's want amazing. his kids to go through that. And that's faith. And that is faith. And that is faith in your marriage. So that mm-hmm. our kids don't have to go through what mm-hmm. you experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. <laughs> and, and that's the faith and commitment you both have to each other. Again, during trying times like this, yeah. look, for better, for worse, we are in it. I think right now, all marriages globally mm-hmm. are currently going through for worse because this is a general you know closing the <laughs> persecution period but look we have to we just have to go through it mm-hmm. god wouldn't put us exactly. through something that exactly. he knows we can't exactly. go get through exactly. he knows we can get through this so oh wow yeah amazing powerful exactly. powerful Thank so ladies been, uh, it's been great having you, you on Pleasure. again this is developing your A game. <laughs> Ladies brought their A game. They are all about the family. They are faith builders. And you heard they are both professional women too. So they are merging, juggling, handling it like the true boss lady that they are with their eight kids between the both of them and their extra two big kids so look if they can do it thank you can you do Maka. it too thank, thank you so much for coming on the show love you, love you guys all right bye